many of us in this world find ourselves searching for ways to feel more alive. We move through our lives day after day, living through the same repetitive cycles and the same stressful patterns that often leave us feeling defeated, underappreciated, or unfulfilled. But what if there were a different way to perceive life? What if out there we were able to find the keys to a happy, healthy, and fulfilling reality in the lives that we're living right here, right now? For those of us who are looking for a way to transform our lives, for those of us who are looking to fully live in this moment, to change how we feel, how we perceive the world, and awaken to a better reality so we can fully live this life. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question, are you living or are you killing time? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. Today's episode, I'm actually doing it for the first time out of the studio. I'm going to attempt this one. I'm actually on vacation in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. So if you hear a little bit of background noise, I have a travel mic. I'm parked at the beach here. Going to try my best to try and get an episode out, but uh, definitely not going to be the normal quality of, uh, of episodes of sound and everything. So if it's your first time tuning in, uh, the background noise maybe of cars, car doors slamming or a kid screaming or horns honking in the background every once in a while. Um, just going to give this one a shot and see how it goes. Uh, but this is our ultimate favorite place on earth. If you don't know this place, I don't know what hole you've been living in. No, I'm kidding. But the uh, this place is here. It's just such such a beautiful place. Um, it's on the tip of Massachusetts. It, you know, it's only a couple hours from us, and people travel from all over the East Coast to get here. Um, actually, people come from all over the world to come here, and it is just like the most picturesque New England setting. Um, it's absolutely amazing. And we've been coming here for about a decade, a little more than a decade as a family. And, you know, we're just discovering more and more places and more people along the way. Um, but it's, it's our absolute paradise. You know, I love it here. Uh, this is actually where JFK used to come to get away and recharge. They have a family home down here in Hyannis. And, uh, you know, the more I come down here, the more I, I've learned about the Kennedy legacy, you know, good and bad. But um, I can see why this is that place for so many people. It's really become that kind of place for us. And we're so fortunate enough to be able to come here three to four weeks out of the year and explore and unwind. And, you know, in recent years, uh, through a lot of my toughest times, it would almost be a place that I needed to go to to sort of, quote, you know, make it through everything that I was going through. Almost like if I didn't have this, um, I wouldn't be able to make it. At least that's what my mindset was for a, a huge majority of my years in the past few years. Like, if I didn't have this, I wasn't going to make it through the year ahead in one piece. And although, you know, maybe that's maybe partially true, not, not going to lie. Um, you know, I've discovered more and more about myself and a state of happiness. And um, I've discovered that it's it really, happiness is a state that's got to be long-lasting before and after vacation. And, you know, once I discovered that, it really enhanced the time that I do spend here um, when I'm here on a holiday with my family, and it's just made it that much more enjoyable. And that's what I wanted to talk about on today's episode. Um, 
you know, the paradise is not a place, but it's a state of mind. And I've really gotten myself uh, adopted to that idea. And this concept is something that I feel like would help so many people, would help so many of us if we just changed that mindset to adopt that philosophy. Because too often we're seeking things on the outside for that elusive state of happiness. You know, we're, we're interjecting trips, we're interjecting, you know, things that we could buy, cars, whatever, we're trying to switch new jobs. You know, sometimes we feel like it's the relationships or whatever they are. Um, but really, none of those things are going to help if our internal state is not in the right place. And as long as we're using something for a crutch, that state of happiness is always going to be just out of reach and is always going to require that one more thing to get there. Once I get that one more thing, I'll be happy. But before we jump onto this one, I did want to mention, as I do on pretty much every episode, is to please go on Apple Podcasts or any platform that you listen to, really, um, any platform that you listen to the show, and give us a rating and leave a comment or a review, um, whether it's admiration or criticism, whatever you've got, whatever comes up for you, um, I'll be sure to read that on the air. And, you know, I guess we've been fortunate so far to not have any negative ones, but um, I'm sure the bad ones eventually will come. You know, with the good comes the bad, so... Um, I have to process them all, and I will definitely read anything that comes through. Um, but right now, I'm going to read this one that came in on Apple Podcasts, which is one of the best sources for our listeners. About 70% of our listeners come from Apple Podcasts. And this one's from my man, Joe Walters, who was supposed to be my housemate um, on my trip to Op- the Optimistic TV show in L.A. back in November of 2019. Um, we got connected before the show. He lives in New Jersey, uh, which is only a few hours away from me. And we haven't been able to connect in 3D yet, um, but we connected before the show. I got to know him and his wife through some conversations, his wife, Dariana. And, um, you know, ultimately it didn't happen, but I'm sure we're going to connect at some point. And, you know, Joe, I really appreciate this review. And what Joe says here is, Heath is such a well-spoken and well-thought-out podcaster. His episodes always resonate so deeply with me and what's going on in my life. His voice is soothing and his perspectives are beautiful and eye-opening. It's a pleasure to know Heath and to gain wisdom from his wonderful podcast. Highly recommended. Thank you, my man, Joe. I really appreciate the review. Hope to see you sometime in the near future. So, yeah, I'd say that 2017 was one of my most difficult years. Uh, definitely one of the, the most challenging years of my life. Um, I had left a job in the you know art crime, art protection industry where I really loved it. Um, you know, I really had made a decent name for myself in it. Um, I'd become pretty well known in the Northeast in that area of expertise, um, you know, and, and, you know, decently across the United States. Um, and, but the job bled me dry. It was just one of those career paths where it was just always something, something was always up. Um, never really had time off. Even when I was on vacation, it was just constant, constant monitoring and work. Um, So I actually took something else. It was a higher paying job. It was a state gig. It was something easier and closer to home. It was completely out of that niche, but I was, you know, I was ready for a change. Uh, And if it was just going to be a little bit of less responsibility, I was up for that for maybe a couple of years. I needed some time to um, rest and recharge. And there was a lot of other circumstances behind the move, but um, this, it seemed like a good move. Um, But ultimately I found out that it was a huge bait and switch. It was a huge disaster for me. Um, after I took the job, I found out it was one of the worst agencies in the state to work for. So ultimately, it didn't work out. So instead of going back to law enforcement, uh, we decided that we were going to make some money. Um, we were going to take some of the money that we, we were going to have, and we were going to turn it into more. You know, we were going to we we're going to turn our savings into something bigger. 
And uh, I took some of the money that I'd earned and saved up over time. And we were going to open a restaurant in our little town. Um, my wife and I love to cook. We love to entertain. And we knew how much work it was going to be. We did our research and we were ready to jump in. We were ready to do something, show our son what it was like to have a family business and, you know, thought that would be a great idea. Um, and our town was, you know, it is a budding little town. It's turned into a college town. They just opened up a college. So it was perfect. You know, there's no other restaurant really in town. There was this dilapidated little building. It was up for sale. So we're going to buy it, renovate it, all that stuff. But ultimately, the stress of that venture and the uncertainty of what was going to happen in my life on top of finding out that um, I was going through some physical issues as well with some of my post-cancer treatments and some food allergies, some crazy stuff that were completely screwing with my gut and brain and was making a, a bad situation worse. Um, you know, it, it was I was just a huge emotional wreck in 2017. And I just remember that year, I said all I needed to do was just get down to Cape Cod. I just needed to get down here on vacation, and all I had to do was get to the Cape, and everything was going to be fine, and all this stress would just go away, and I could focus on the year ahead and everything that was right in front of me, but in my years past, that really worked. You know, I got down here, I was able to rest, recharge, go home, and just smash into whatever challenges were there with a clear head. You know, I think everybody needs that. You need that decompression time. Um, but once I got down here, I was still a complete wreck. I was toast. Um, I was still only sleeping a few hours a night and I was still a complete mess. And, you know, that year I had one of the closest people to me, Shandra Lee. She was just down here for a few days with us. And oh, she's she's like my big sister growing up. And it was just amazing to have her down here. Um, she's been through this shit herself, too. Um, you know, I really look up to her. And I just remember when she was down here, I asked her over and over again, you know, what can I do? How can I get over this this anxiety and everything else? How can I make this go away? You know, what can I do? I'm here and I'm still a wreck. You know, what else can I do? There's there's no other place for me to escape to. You know, we were in paradise and it was still just not letting up. You know, what should I do? And I just remember her saying that it was it was just a place and that I was going to have to process whatever it was. And that it wasn't just going to go away because I was on vacation. You know, it's not going to just go away with a vacation or a drink or something like that. Um, and I remember her saying that you just have to process it all and move through it. It, it will go away and who knows how long, but it, it's going to go away. And really at that time, I was only about a year into sort of a spiritual awareness. Um, and I really feel like she's like a spiritual superstar too. I look up to her a lot on a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, she's on a pretty cool path of awareness herself. And I look up to her with all that stuff. And, and she was totally right with what she was giving me for advice. That there's things that come up in life that just won't go away. And, and replacing the situation with a vacation or a drink or a new car or a new relationship. None of that stuff is going to work for the long term. It, it may make you feel better for the moment, but that's it. There's a lot of inner work that you have to do so that you can make it through those situations without becoming a wreck in the first place. That's the key. There are things that will come up that you can't escape from and you have to face them head on so you can learn the lesson and move on to the other side of whatever it is. And there's really no easy way to do that sometimes. You know, but we try, we try anyways. You know, we, we pour that drink, we buy that car, that thing that we think is going to bring us that happiness. That's why they say that um, you know, the richest people in the world are just miserable in a better part of town because all of that money really doesn't bring you happiness. 
Um, you know, on the flip side of that too, I mean, it, it is, it does, there, there is a certain aspect. We were just talking about this the other day, but there is an aspect of, um, being more financially dependent, uh, independent, um, you know, when you don't have to worry about your rent, when you can go and zip around Cape Cod on a jet ski or a beautiful boat, um, instead of sitting on the shore, yeah, that's going to add to some life enjoyment, but it really isn't going to bring you that absolute fulfillment. If you, if you think that while you're sitting there on the beach, man, if I just have that boat, I'll be happy. Trust me, when you're on that boat, there's going to be something else that you're going to sit there on that boat and look at something else and say, if I just have that, I'll be happy then. I mean, you have to have that, that lasting happiness when that high is over because that high only does last for a certain amount of time. That high of the new relationship, that high of the new job, that high of zipping around somewhere on a jet ski. Like, yes, those things are great, but eventually you're going to get off that. You're going to go home. You're going to leave vacation. And then what, you know, and in this, in this case, I'm talking about, I went on vacation. I got there. I put my feet in the sand and then that anxiety was still there. It took me days. It took me three whole days of once I arrived of being down here for seven or eight days. It took me like three days just to chill out and get to a calm state of every single day trying to work on myself. And then once I was here and I was able to appreciate it, I, I started freaking out about the fact that I had to go home in three more days. So it was like literally a couple of days in the middle of an entire vacation that I didn't spend freaking out about something. First, it was the stress of what I was taking with me, and then it was the stress about going home. And I just remember that year so much because it, it felt like I missed the entire vacation that year. And we came back a few times, um, and luckily it was a little bit better as time went on. But, you know, what did I accomplish really by getting here? Did all of the worry when I got here and, and sat down in that sand and all that worry that I was putting into the things that I had to still deal with, what did that worry solve? Did it disappear when I went home? No, it was right there waiting. And now I didn't have that vice of when I get down to Cape Cod, it's all going to go away. I didn't have that. So it's almost that that what's what fired it up a little bit more for me. I didn't have that, that hope. I didn't have that hope to hold on to that I was going to get relief once I got somewhere. And then what? You know, you turn to more and more things. And that's when, you know, the alcohol gets poured on or whatever it is. But that's what just fire things up even more. The whole run up to vacation, I held on to the fact that I was going to feel better because I had that place to go to. Um, but what do you do when you get there and you still feel like crap? It got worse. Um, to be honest, it felt even worse than I did before because I didn't have anything else to rely on. That was my heavy hitter. But really, the lesson in this conversation is if you handle the stuff inside, no matter what, you will be okay. When you find that inner state of happiness, no matter where you are, which to be honest, it takes a lot of work. I've had to work really hard on this vacation to not let some of the things that I have going on um, creep in. I have more things going on now than I ever have. And I've had to work really hard at not letting any of that stuff creep into my vacation. I've had to work really hard to keep a calm state of mind, let everything go. The world's not going to end just because I'm not there to deal with a few things. And when you do that practice, it takes time. But it's just like those physical analogies that I always make of, you know, you're not going to run a mile once or twice and all of a sudden get a six pack or be able to run a marathon. You have to put in the work. And it's not, it's not an instant gratification kind of thing. It does take a long time. And it's not like snapping a finger or picking up a bottle or a pipe or a pill bottle. Um, 
which by the way, no judgment if that's something that you're fighting. I hope that's maybe one of the reasons why you're listening to this show is because you are fighting those things. Um, you know, I've been there, you know, in some ways, um, needing a drink, you know, needing a drink to make it through something, getting home and putting, pulling the bottle out and, and putting the glass down, even if it's just one at the end of the day, um, and doing that every single day, that that's the part of an unhealthy practice. That's the vice that you're needing to get away from things. Um, and actually that realization of that, I was having an unhealthy practice is what brought me to shows like this. So if that's what's bringing you to a show like this, then you're on the right track. I'm not here to judge your vice, really what it is. What I'm trying to tell you is whatever the vice is, the drink, the vacation, the cars, the relationship, whatever it is, if you can find an inner state of paradise, if you can find that happiness before you turn to something enjoyable, like a vacation, like a drink, you know, like buying a new car, if you appreciate all the things that you do have, the more you approach the good thing from a healthier mindset, the better place you're going to be when you have it. The not having of it isn't going to be dependent. Your, your happiness isn't going to be dependent on having that thing. But when you get it or when you get there or when you meet that person, your life is going to be completely different because you're happy going into that. So then that thing doesn't have so much pressure on it. There isn't so much of a hinge point on that awesome thing that you get because you were in an enjoyable state before you got there. When you're happy with where you are, when you love where you are, when you're in a healthy state with where you are and where you're at, you will have that enjoyable state and it's going to be enhanced by that good thing. And that's the thing that I hope everybody realizes. You're going to find an even greater state of bliss than you ever would have known otherwise. Take this vacation, for example. Take the vacation that I'm on right now. Number one, I didn't know if I was even going to get here this year because of everything that's going on with COVID and everything else. Um, you know, I have more tugging on me this year than ever, dealing with the coronavirus in response to my full-time job, doing the political stuff, um, in addition to putting on a, an addition to our house for the podcast studio and stuff. We're doing a lot of work, um, you know, some additional living space and stuff like that, but it's an additional stressor on top of the fact that my wife is still fighting really hard for her health on a daily basis. Um, I got a third, almost 13-year-old cooped up at home all the time. You know, our dog passed away. I mean, we're go all going through a ton of stuff this year. You know, and guess what? I've been here for four, four or five days now, and I'm having the time of my life. Like, I don't think I've ever been this at ease on vacation. I don't think I've ever been so relaxed and so appreciative than I am this year. And what's changed? Not outside circumstances. I mean, that's for sure. Um, you know, nothing on the outside's changed. And, you know, I'll tell you that much. I I'm, I'm probably have more stressors this year than I've ever had. It was my inner state. It was all that's going on inside that big bald dome of mine that led me to a state that is much more ready to accept the good times and accept the good state that I'm in than I've ever been in before I've gone on a vacation. Um, I don't think I've ever been in such a good, calm state in my entire life and, and optimistic about whatever's going to come up. And this is probably one of the darker times worldwide that I think I've ever experienced in my life uh, with everything that's going on. And honestly, this probably could have been the time where I would have wigged out the most. This would have been one of those times where I could have stressed out the most and really freaked out about everything that's going on in the world around me. But I'm on the opposite side of that. On top of it all, this vacation even started out like a nightmare. I mean, we stayed farther out on this peninsula to get really, um, you know, away from the population and maybe have a little bit more of like a wholesome vacation than we've had in the past, you know, no mini golf, no go-karts, um, 
you know, stay away from the arcades and stuff because of the coronavirus. So we stayed about a, a half hour farther out. And if you don't know what this place looks like, um, you know, Cape Cod kind of looks like a, uh, a human arm making a muscle, right? Uh, like it's flexing. And we usually stay kind of like down on the, the tricep, like the southern shore. And this year we were kind of like way out on like the mid forearm when we first got here. And the hotel looked great online. Um, and we showed up and it, it just wasn't well kept. It wasn't clean. It didn't have a microwave in the room. Like a lot of the stuff we're used to. We stay in this really nice resort and it just really wasn't our thing. So, you know, the microwave was in the main office and we were like, nope. Um, you know, and that could have ruined our whole vacation. You know, it was a stressful first day, um, but we just put our trust. We, we expressed our discontent very politely. We got out of having to have the rest of our reservations, no big deal. And we went back to our normal place. We ended up getting two room suite for $30 more for the whole week. Like everything worked out perfect. We had a great time with our friends and family. And we wouldn't have otherwise met up with them if we were farther out on the Cape. Um, so it all worked out and I knew it would, I just knew through the whole thing, just trust, get through that tough time and whatever comes out of the other side, you're going to be able to enjoy yourself. You know, just get through this tough circumstance. Don't let it ruin your vacation. And it all worked out. It was just like magic. And, and it's because, you know, I didn't make it a big deal when I came into this place with a good state of mind, no matter what was going to happen, letting go, letting the knowing of whatever was going to come up was going to be great. Um, it led to great things and we've had the most amazing time and we've, we've really, um, it's been a complete game changer, a whole different phase. Like I can't even describe it, but really that's what it's all about. You know, you have to process the good, the bad, um, you got to take the good and the bad, you know, which is hard at the time when the bad things come up, but you just have to know that it's all going to work out for the greatest good in the end. That's how the universe works. Really. It, it, it all works out for some of the greatest uh, outcomes. And when you do that, you'll see that all this stuff, you have to take the contrast. That's so important. You can make it all work for you. If you just let go and trust that it will work out however it's supposed to work out and that you will be okay with no matter what happens. And that comes from a recipe of a lot of different stuff, really. I mean, sleep and a clean diet and cutting out substances like caffeine and alcohol and drugs, if you can, and meditating and exercise and vitamins. I mean, it's just all a combo that I've found that works for me um, to get to this place that I've been. I don't know if it's any one singular thing that does it, but if it's the combination of it all, I've just kept it all going because um, all of them are good for you. So, it, I mean, it takes a lot of work, but to get to this place, if that's what it takes, um, I'll continue to do it. And I recommend it for everybody because the perspective is amazing. Those things are all important because they put you in a good higher state physically and mentally so that ultimately you can focus on the most important part of it all being present in every moment of it all even the bad stuff the stuff that doesn't go right those are the moments that provide the contrast the lows they provide the contrast and the comparison for the highs when those lows come up as, as unpleasant as they are you have to be there and feel them fully as bad as it feels you have to be there and experience it all. You can't numb the pain. You can't run away from things. That's why we're here for all the experiences, good and bad. I'm convinced that the moments we experience give us contrast and comparison for the opposite of whatever it is we need to feel. The bad shows its colors or, or lack of color. Um, you know, and, and the goods, they're so much more vibrant because of what the bads provide. If everything was good, we wouldn't fully appreciate the good when it comes, trust me. 
Um, you know, take my vacation, for example. We check into this hotel, right? And and it's just not what we expected at all. And it, it wasn't somewhere we wanted to spend our eight days, you know, especially for the price. And, you know, it could have taken me into this mode that could have ruined my entire week. It would have ruined everybody's week. Um, if I took it for what it was, if I rode the emotions of it, um, it, it could have gotten the best of me. But, I, you know, I rode the emotions of it and let it come and go and I let go and I trusted and I trusted that it would get better and it did. And while we were here, um, we also had issues with our house. I mean, we had a bunch of other things going on as well and I had work constantly calling me for things. Um, you know, all of that could have just ruined my my mood and, and ruined my week. But, um, and, you know, and years ago it would have. But I appreciated it for what it was. You know, and most importantly, I, I treated it like it was a test. And I think that's been a huge game changer for me just recently. I want to say in the last six months or so, um, I treated it like I was being put through a test. And I feel like it was a test of how good of a man and a father and a husband I could have been through all of that stuff. And to make sure that my family's vacation wasn't affected by what my mental state was from those outside circumstances that were trying to break me down. Um, and I didn't let it get the best of me. I took a lot of self-care, though. Um, that's that's kind of my secret weapon. That's what works for me. And I took a lot of self-care through everything. I ran three or four miles every single morning on the beach. Um, when I got done, I meditated for like 30 minutes or more on the beach. And I stayed good on my diet. I really didn't go on the vacation diet and eat a whole bunch of junk. Um, I stayed really high up on, on the things that I know make me feel really good. I stayed up on my hydration, um, stayed away from the alcohol and everything. And it was a great winning combo. Um, you know, and, and mostly the, the stuff that you get, everything you get from the power of now, all those, all those tips, everything that's a good piece of advice from that book is what really helps get me through. And I think really teaches a lot of people to get to this mindset. Um, it really helped me reach a place where I can hit that highest road in the middle, in the middle of all the chaos and keeping that high point when it matters most at the lowest of times. It's what helps you reach that inner state where you are. And you're fine no matter what. You're fine no matter what's going on on the outside. doesn't mean you sidestep the pain because that's not healthy. Uh, the pain the pain from working out is, you know, when back to the, the whole physical comparison. The pain when you work out, when you're in the gym, it makes you stronger. And the pain that you go through in some of those rough moments, it does the same. Feel those moments fully. Be present in those moments. And don't try and sidestep them. Don't glaze over them. Don't numb them with alcohol or a vacation or whatever else. You've got to try to be there and, and go through them fully. And I think once you do that, once you're present, you'll find that that paradise is really not a place. It's, it's a paradise within. But yeah, I'll keep this episode short and sweet. Um, but don't let something hold you hostage. You know, not even a vacation. You know, don't let the vacation be a key to your happiness. Get there first. Find the place first so that when the good things do come, you're good to go. When you're good with the bad, you'll find out that you're fantastic when the good times come as well. Um, you won't compromise anything. So I'm going to wrap this one up with a song from my favorite DJ, Soul Rising. Um, this one I'm going to dedicate to my lovely wife, Sylvia, who is the inspiration for really so much in my life. Um, she's finally starting to feel better. I've got her here on vacation relaxing and getting some sun and, and eating well for the first time in months. And we are here celebrating our 15th wedding anniversary um, out on Cape Cod. So this one's for her. And this one is called We Are Forever. And it's off of the 2019 album Dreamer. 
Until next time, everybody, really find paradise within before you try and seek it on something external. You'll find it. And when you do, everything else in your life will fall into place, trust me. And really, I'll, I'll close with saying, those having trouble with this, um, that's one other thing I, I really do help people on is finding that inner state, that personal inner state for you. So if you're having trouble with all of these things, hit me up for a discovery call. Maybe we might be able to work together on something beneficial. Um, shoot me an email at connect at livethislife.org. That's C-O-N-N-E-C-T at livethislife.org. Until next time, keep living.